This podcast is brought to you by the Voinovich School of Leadership and Public Affairs at Ohio University. Hi, everyone. I'm Bev Jones, and this is Just About Work, where we talk about everything that might have an impact on your career. A sustainable business is a green business, one that has a minimal impact or maybe even a positive impact on the environment and, speaking more broadly, on society. Our guest today is Katie Sechrist, a young Seattle woman who's been passionate about sustainability since her college years. These days, she writes about these issues, and she has what sounds like her dream job at Sustainable Business Consulting. Katie's job at SBC is about helping companies think more deeply about the environmental and social impact of their activities. She'll explain how she works with her clients to create practices that meet both their social responsibility goals and their business goals at the same time. And Katie will also talk about how the green movement is creating new kinds of careers and new ways to think about careers. Katie, thank you so much for joining me here today. I'm so interested in your topic, and it's one that I want to be better informed about. You've been passionate about sustainability, it sounds like, ever since you were a college student. Uh, Can you tell us about how you became captivated by these issues and what your view of sustainability is? Um, Thanks, Bev. I I think it all started when... um, I was growing up, our household was very much um, manners driven as far as turn the lights off when you leave a room, um, turn the water off as you're brushing your teeth, unplug, you know, a charger if you're not using it. And we spent a lot of time um, going out to the Pacific Northwest mountains here um, and spending our weekends in the forest. And I think the combination of those two things, just my, my connection with nature um, seeing that all around me and knowing that it just makes uh, logical sense to turn things off if you're not using it. That's really where uh, my foundation of uh, not wasting and being being responsible stewards, that's where it came from. Um, and then in college, I was, I was lucky enough to uh, be joined, joining a, a college that had a program um, specifically specifically about business and sustainability. And as soon as I saw that, I, I got interested, I got connected, uh, curiosity for how can we how can we do business in a different way? Um, how can we be more proactive and better stewards um, as we, you know, we all have to make money, right? But how can we do that in the best way possible? It sounds like you really did get off to a very fast start because you had a... Um a strong foundation. Just out of curiosity, what college was that? It was Western Washington University, and they had just developed. Um, I was the the second cohort to go through their literally called MBA program in business and sustainability. Um, and so, so it started there. It was a really quick transition, um, and some of my outside work got me connected to where I'm at now, sustainable business consulting. Um, and not many people get that much of a, a direct line into their career. So 
let's move from sustainability generally, although I want to get back to it, and talk about what a sustainable business is. It's it's more than even environmental issues, isn't it? What What is a sustainable business in your mind? And Bev, I'm glad you say that because it is. Um, and especially to us, you, you can't talk about saving the environment um, without talking about climate justice and uh, what that means as far as what are the communities that are most affected um, as we start to see desertification of our lands and rising sea levels. Where are the um, the lowest impoverished countries are, are being the most affected? And so even if you want to just talk about the environment, you still have to bring in the social side. So when you come in, what does your company actually do? How do you work with clients and what kind of issues? Yeah, great question. Um, as you can probably tell, it's always a little different. Um, there's a lot of our work is rooted in a couple of foundational um, practices, I should say, and they're, they can be on different topics. But um, oftentimes we're working with a client to assess where they are um, and then create a, a strategy to build off of that and communicate um, your successes in the end. So if you think about kind of that A to Z process, um, whether we're talking about um, waste reduction or talking about um, increasing diversity or uh, looking at um, your HR practices or through your, um, your product or your packaging, no matter what topic, it's usually a process of let's assess where you are. Um, we need to uh, gain the buy-in and educate um, employees and decision makers to create the right strategy that fits your company to address those issues. And then how do we implement that? So that may be in the specific case, working with our, our clients. Um, take them from just an idea to how have we succeeded in that. Um, and then at, at the end, you know, we always forget to talk about the great things we've done, right? And so we can we continue to um, encourage our clients to to put out, you know, different uh, marketing tactics or um, even if it's just an internal communication of, hey, we did something great. We want you to know about it. Um, and And then, you know, let's, here's the next thing. Here's the next thing that we're going to be working on. What, what they're doing there, as, as they're addressing some issues that maybe they find pressing or they want to make a contribution in, and then you help them get the word out, they're building their brand um, at the same time. Uh, do you find that, that that kind of branding is really helpful? It is. Yeah, I mean, I, th I think you can talk about this in several ways, and you wonder you know, well, why should anybody do anything on sustainability? And really, it comes down to two reasons. It's the brand development, uh, which helps your your recruiting, hiring practices, it helps retention, um, it helps consumer awareness and, um, and, and reputation uh, amongst consumers. It, and then the second piece of that is, um, is cost savings. And how are you driving driving efficiencies or driving down costs in uh, various areas where you can be removing a certain amount of packaging or removing plastic, which helps on the environment side. And, and now you're no longer 
paying for that amount of material and you can ship more product because you have less material, you know, the list goes on. Um, and that's really the, the two areas, the brand and the cost. That sounds like um, your your family background is really helpful because so much of environmental um, consciousness, I think, is about getting rid of waste. And if people use less stuff and had less unnecessary stuff in their processes, just that alone could help them save money and uh, do better for the environment, right? Absolutely. And it, it comes down to awareness. Um, and you're exactly right. So so I was raised with that type of awareness. And you can ask my husband now, um, he is very aware of how uh, how often I notice when things are being wasted, whether it's a solid product or wasted time or wasted, you know, any resource. Um, and, and you just have that lens. And that's really all that sustainable business is, is having that certain lens that tells you, you follow your gut on this is the right thing to do for the environment or for our people um, and, and whoever else, you know, whoever other stakeholders that you're thinking of. Um, and that it, you're, you're exactly right. That's exactly what it comes down to. So let's say that we have listeners out there. And I, we do have a lot of listeners who are small businesses or, or uh, work in small operations. Let's say we have folks out there and they're thinking, gosh, um, I'd like to do something at, in my office or in my workplace, but we don't have a lot of resources. How, how could I begin? Do you have some suggestions? Yeah. I, and it's actually a great question to follow up here because we are working with a lot of small businesses um, because there, you know, there's so many more small businesses than there are multinationals, and you gather up all the small businesses, it, it, you make the same impact as one, you know, big company. Um, and and what it comes down to is first looking at where can you save time, save money. As a small business, you don't have um, a lot of excess of either of those, and giving yourself back uh, some time or some money to then reinvest. That the win-win situation that we're looking for. And so that can be um, that can be anything from uh, from changing maybe a process that you currently have, um, switching out an ingredient. Um, it could be, you know, as a, a service-based company, how are you protecting your time and focusing um, so we can often get um, blinded by you want to do everything for everyone. And sustainability is an aspect of that too, is like, is really focusing in on where your resources, um, and are you doing that wisely? Are you doing that in a way that gives your people or gives back to the environment? There's also, um, a recommendation on looking for funding. Uh, there's several companies out there and even, um, angel types of angel investors, um, and in that world that are now investing in, hey, let me help you implement um, or maybe install, say, an anaerobic digester, um, something that will, if you're a restaurant, that will eat up your food and spit back um, organic compost. And there are, yeah, like I said, funders out there that are looking to invest in that, those types of technologies for small businesses to advance um, their own agenda. But you're the one benefiting, um, and not just fun, you know, 
just typical uh, venture capitalists, but also um, bigger companies are starting to change the way that they're looking at philanthropy uh, into how are we creating the most impact in the world. So maybe we're not going to get the same year to this um, this great local nonprofit that we've been using for you know 10 years. Maybe we should reinvest that money into some sort of technology or investment in our local businesses to increase their sustainability practices. And so uh, lots of areas to get started. And I would say, especially for a small business, to, to not recreate the wheel. Um, there's a lot of, of uh, open source knowledge out there on sustainability because everyone's doing it um, kind of their own way. And we're all wanting to talk about it. We're all wanting to talk about the good things. Uh, and, and you can find a lot of resources from whether it's uh, government sourced or uh, private uh, company sourced. You can find what others are doing and copy um, and kind of, yeah, copy paste. You can just start implementing. Well, I think there are so many different directions that uh, this can take businesses. It gives a really a reason and an inspiration to, to rethink processes, rethink what we do, and uh, maybe even network with other local businesses. Right. But I have a question with hopefully a lot of people thinking about these things. Do you see that um, for young people, the whole area of sustainable business is uh, a rich area for jobs in the future? It is. Uh, the, the hard part about it is that jobs in sustainability are not called jobs in sustainability. Um, it, and it's the, yes. the most difficult thing about looking for a career in this field, because if you want to be an accountant, you know, there's a very you know, direct path that gets you there. there there's nothing in sustainability, uh, some certifications that are trying to come out, but they haven't really caught on. And the idea, going back to what we mentioned uh, early on together here, is there's so many different ways to do sustainability, to do environmental and social at a company. And so if you are, uh, if you're skilled at working across departments and bringing together, you know, visions and ideas and working across silos to make those happen, um, gain funding, you know, have um, interdepartmental funding on certain projects, that is really the top skill um, that employers are looking for. And it can be, you know, you just have to have that lens of resourcefulness, of efficiency, of social justice, the way we do business with that lens. It, it's really the only thing that qualifies you for working in this field. And that's why it's so difficult because you, you can't go around and look for um, there are a couple of, you know, director level jobs of sustainability and a few corporate, so corporate sustainability officers coming out. A lot of this work is done, um, in small businesses. It's done in nonprofits. Um, it's done just by your, uh, your general marketing manager who's saying, Hey, we should be putting something out on this or, your typical operations specialist who's saying, oh, there's some cost savings here. Maybe we could do this a different way that also helps the environment. Or your HR uh, generalist. Yeah, it can, it can be anyone. We'll be back with Bev 
after this brief message. Are you ready to make a difference in the world? The Voinovich School of Leadership and Public Affairs at Ohio University can give you the skills to do just that. The school offers a multidisciplinary approach where public policy, environmental studies, and entrepreneurship come together to educate tomorrow's leaders. Learn more about the Masters in Public Administration or Environmental Studies by visiting ohio.edu backslash Voinovich School. I work with a lot of people who are interested in shifting careers or building careers. It seems to me that this is one of those areas where a good way to get started might be to start doing things. That could mean volunteering. That could mean looking around whatever job you have and trying to come up with ideas. That could mean having your own code of ethics and putting it on your LinkedIn page that it's partly getting some practice and then making it part of your personal brand, your personal way of being in the world. Is is that right? Yeah. If you don't have that lens already, you've got to practice it. You need to, uh, you need to be looking at the news every day and saying, hey, that article that just came out about Walmart or about Nike, um, that is a a sustainability play. There's something going on there that I can see either sustainability is the answer or a lack of sustainability was the issue. Um, and it, it certainly is practicing and going out. Um, you can find nonprofits, you can volunteer, um, but it's what it, if you want to find a career in this, a lot of it is just doing, uh, doing the practice in your day job already. Um, or if you're looking to move roles or transfer to a totally different industry, maybe, um, getting to know, having some curiosity and getting to know who are some of the individuals that I could reach out to for a coffee and, and get to know what their lives look like, um, reading, you know, just getting online and everything's at our fingertips, right? So you can look at any industry and see who is in it, um, even the, the, Pet Sustainability Coalition exists for those who are running uh, mom and pop shops on and manufacturing on pet products, um, animal food. Uh, and so you can really find anything on who is uh, getting curious on who is um, leading sustainability, what are the topics they're discussing, and how can I practice and implement that in my own work. And you can find, I guess, themes of sustainability in the context of all kinds of other social issues as well. We've talked a lot here at Jest About Work about diversity and inclusion and issues like gender equality. And it, it seems to me part of that is recognizing that everybody has things to contribute and everybody mm-hmm. uh, should be included. And if all people have the opportunity to... Um, offer their skills and do their best work, it's better for society, better for all of us. And to not allow everybody to reach their best potential, that's that's the opposite of sustainability, right? Absolutely. Um, it certainly is about bringing your full self to work. And I think, you know, deep down, we all have a strong moral compass. 
Um, and, and too often we hear the stories of people, you know, burning out and quitting their jobs because it's, it just doesn't align with, um, with their moral values. And that is drastically shifting. There are a lot of statistics out there. And especially, um, when you're looking at, uh, Gen Z and the millennials of, Hey, there is, there's something that we can do that's different than the way business has been done. And we want to look for the companies that will allow us to bring our full selves to work, um, to, to work on these types of value-driven uh, projects in addition to our typical day-to-day operations. That makes a lot of sense. Now, I, I want to ask about um, business opportunities. As you were talking, uh, it struck me that there are new technologies that are coming along in just about every field. I'd never thought about the um, pet supply sustainability, but that's an example of how you can find it anywhere. But if um, you were talking to a young person or somebody who wants to uh, shift careers, are there some fields, whether it's energy or uh, making solar panels or water management? Are there some fields that really are hungry for uh, for new people and new ideas, do you think? Yeah, absolutely. And there's going to be ones that in, you know, probably in 2020 that come out. Um, certainly the fields of energy, water, there are a lot of new technologies coming out that will help you to manage your water use, uh, repurpose water, uh, re- you know, recirculate you you probably hear a lot about um, the ocean plastic cleanup technologies. How do we get out there uh, to these gyres and and get the microplastics away uh, out and away from our oceans? Um, I, I think one area in particular is waste. So on both ends, um, both on how are we dealing with waste in the end goal, in the end process? Are we just burning it? You know, there's got to be a better way. Um, Recycling technologies, reuse. There are a lot of materials that we use today that cannot be recycled um, or reused in any way. And so coming up with, with ways to deal with those types of materials and or starting at the beginning and how can we find different technologies, different materials uh, to, to use in our products and our package that eliminate the waste altogether in the end. Um, it's certainly one of the most exciting conversations being had. Uh, there's also, you talk about agriculture, um, there's a lot of uh, water and um, farming practices that are increasing the way that um, the way that farmers yield their uh, their product, but also um, how are they sequestering carbon is is the big word these days. Um, sequestering carbon out of the atmosphere through their growing practices, through their agricultural practices. Um, yeah, so I could you know I could continue on and talk about all of these different new technologies and ways that people are finding solutions. But I think it also comes down to get something you're passionate about um, and and start to just ask the questions. Be curious. Why have we always done it this way? How could we do it differently? Um, why, why is there a, a plastic toothbrush? Why couldn't it be made out of wood? It, it makes a lot of sense and it's inspirational. It makes us, it makes me want to kind of look around and, and see what we can 
can do differently. Katie, it, it sounds like sustainability is an issue for many, many kinds of businesses. So let me ask, in, in your work, are there certain kinds of industries you tend to work in, or do you have quite a variety? It's a great question, um, and it's it's something that um, we've been, you know, looking at ourselves as far as our, our own strategy. And what we always come back to is um, it really doesn't matter who you are. And if you're looking to genuinely improve your practices, um, we, we want to work with you. And uh, certainly there's, you know, some industries that are more lucrative than others. But it really, over the years, the last 15 years that SBC has been around, we have touched over 45, 50 different industries. Um, and it in the last four that I've been around, I've worked on um, probably close to 10 or 11 different industries uh, just in my time here. And while the, uh, the work is very different, the concepts are still the same. Um, and it, it's applying to that. And so it's uh, another note for a job. Um, you don't have to stay in your own industry if you kind of have a, the skills and the lens to think about this type of work. Um, but it, it, it sustainability touches everyone, right? It's, it's everywhere. And uh, while some have larger footprints, um, an airline industry, for example, has a much larger footprint, um, but there's always something to be done and each reduction counts. Well, here's my final question. So how does SBC live its values just on a day-to-day basis? What are, you, what are some practices that are just so much part of your operating culture that you might not even notice them anymore? The way you run your HR, the way you handle your paper waste, what do you do? Yeah, um, that's a great question. And um, we do have to walk the talk and make sure we're doing it ourselves. So yes, I mean we have we have day to day operations um, as far as uh, low printing policies. So we most of our information, all of our work is digital. We're using um, recycled content materials and um, and and being mindful of how much material we're using. Um, we we try and avoid as a consulting company. It's difficult to avoid flying uh, for clients, but we. Uh, certainly do our best to limit our number of flights. Um, and if we can, we send one person instead of two. Um, and so on that end, you know, it's both cost savings for both us and our clients because they're not having to pay for that, but it's also emission savings um, on the, the flight side of it. Um, you know, we also, of course, we have, you know, recycling composting in our office, but I think the, the biggest thing of how we bring um, sustainability into our work um, is be, just being mindful and uh, accepting of all individuals. Uh, we have an open book policy, so an open door policy. So anything, anything that comes up, anything you're curious about, that makes a really big difference. Um, just understanding your part, feeling like you have value, um, coming to work and knowing that um, nothing's hidden from you. It, it creates a sense of equity and partnership um, within the office that we then emulate with our clients. And, and that really makes a, a difference for um, a business like ours. 
Um, we also, you know, benefits and everything, you know, I could, I could continue down the list, but we, we have some unique benefits that again, help to support that idea of authenticity and bringing your full self to work. Um, it all kind of bundles up in knowing that, uh, we have spent the resources and the time to certify ourselves as a B corporation. Um, and it's just a certifying process. There's over 3000 certified B Corps now across the globe, you know, rigorous standards for both social and environmental, um, causes and topics. And knowing that, you know, we put ourselves on that list, um, spent the resources to do it. It, it just truly helps us be authentic in our sustainability practices internally. Well, that is inspiring. And I th- think that, um, it makes so much sense to have a code and to live it and then translate that to your clients. Katie, thank you so much for joining me today. I, I think that SBC sounds like a fascinating uh, company, and, and uh, I hope you've inspired some people who are thinking about what they want to do in their next career. Oh, thanks, Bev. Uh, and it's been great talking with you. Uh, We are always open, and I'd love to extend to your audience um, to reach out at any time. Um, You can find me on LinkedIn or um, email me directly, um, but we'd love to follow up if you have questions, if you're curious, if you want to know how to do it yourself, um, I'm happy to have those conversations. And you're findable on sustainablebusinessconsulting.com, is that correct? And you can always reach us at sustainablebizconsulting.com. Great. Okay. Well, your uh, website is inspirational too, and it was great having you here today. Uh, Thank you for the ideas. Thanks, Bev. Today, we've been talking with sustainability consultant Katie Sechrist about how to meet environmental and social responsibility goals and find career success at the same time. This podcast is produced by WOUB Public Media. Adam Rich is our audio engineer. I'm your host, Bev Jones, author of Think Like an Entrepreneur, Act Like a CEO. Today's career tip is that you don't have to choose between doing the right thing and the thing that will help your career. Many smart, innovative businesses today live by a strong code of ethics and they like to work with people who share their values. Thanks for joining us today. If you've enjoyed our show, please tell your friends.